0: so assalamu alaikum good evening and good afternoon and good morning is the volume sounding okay how how's the volume okay good all right well let's uh, let's begin with the fatiha and then Aisha will read the translation as well <laughs>
1: I will be the same as the Shabbana regime. Bismillah, Rahman Ibrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Rahman Ibrahim. Maliki Omidine, Ya can Abu Dwaya can a stain. He did al Mustakin, see Roth al Ladina and Amta lay him. Hail Mahdubi lay him while Ameen, Ameen. Sura 89. By the break of dawn, by the night's ten, by the even and the odd, by the night when he passes away, is there not in this an adjuration for those who understand? Do you not see how your Lord dealt with the people of Ad of the city of Iram with lofty pillars the like of which were not produced in all the land and with the Thamud who cut out huge rocks in the valley these transgressed beyond bounds in the lands and heaped mischief upon mischief therefore did your Lord sorry therefore did your Lord pour on them a scourge of different chastisements, for your Lord is on a watchtower. Now, as for humanity, when their Lord tries them, giving them honour and gifts, they say, My Lord has honoured me. But when he tries them, restricting their sustenance for, for them, then they say, My Lord has humiliated me. No, but your honour... But you honour not the orphans, nor do you encourage one another to feed the poor, and you devour inheritance all with greed, and you love wealth with inordinate love. No, when the earth is pounded to powder, and your Lord comes, and his angels row upon row, and Jehannam, that day is brought face to face, on that day will humanity remember but how will that remembrance profit them? One will say, would that I had sent forth good deeds for my future life. For that day, his chastisement will be such as, as none else can inflict. And his bonds will be such as none other can bind. O oh, you soul, in complete rest, come back to your cherisher, well pleased and well pleasing. Enter then among my creatures, enter into my garden.
2: Ismillah Rahman Rahim Walfesh Walayali Mashur Washefai Walwater Wallaili Ida Yasur Halfi Da Lika Kosamun Ledi Hejer إن ربك لبالمرصاد فأما الإنسان إذا مبتلاه ربه فأكرمه ونعمه فيقول ربي أكرما وأما إذا مبتلاه فقدر عليه رزقه فيقول ربي أهانا كلا بل لا تكرمون اليتيم ولا تحدون على طعام المسكين وتأكلون التراث أكلا لما وتحبون المال حبا جمع كلا إذا دكت الأرض دكا دكا وجاء ربك والملك صفا صفا وجيء يومئذ بجهنم يومئذ يتذكر الإنسان وأن له الذكرى يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي فيومئذ لا يعذب عذابه أحد ولا يوثق وثاقه أحد يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخلي في عبادي وادخلي جنتي صدق الله العظيم The rivers burst forth
3: from the solid rocks, and they recede into my earth in treasure truths of mysteries. The one tenth of knowledge from that side is apparent. What is hidden of it is nine tenth. Demanded to pay my debt is myself with a twofold. Of her being and demanded of me is my vitter wounded in the sinews i fortified my soul inside a master city built with collected water and fire but no fort like it is seen with its raised elevation fortified inside behind seven ramparts. Her position is between lowered humility and majestic pride, putting me to work there, according to the limit of my measure. Until there is the in into his Israfil's trumpet, heard by the ears into images, imaged in other membrane worlds. This remains ever, the matter there, living on everlastingly. Until the resurrection from the graves of my thoughts. I witnessed this as a knowing, and as an entity, and as a state, in a vision of lights, and a vision of mysteries. These sites of visible emergence became various. To me, by a vision of thoughts and a vision of sights.
0: Thank you. Yes, we have a, a story that begins this chapter Ibn Arabi says, and there's a citation of the animals who, when their upper part is eaten, provide specifically to the one who eats them, a knowledge of the stars. And when the middle part is eaten, provides a knowledge of the plants. And when the rump is eaten, it is what adjoins his tail. Knowledge of the waters hidden in the earth is provided. So one recognizes when one comes to a land with no water in her, how many yards deep the water is in her. This animal is a serpent, not large and not small, found only in the environs of Silves in Western Andalusia, Portugal now. Abdullah ibn Abidun came across her when he was with me. He was the secretary of the leader of the Muslims. He cut off her head and her tail with a 2 pronged knife in a single blow, and he divided her into three sections. There were three brothers. He ate the upper part and there was a sign about knowledge of predestination through the stars with no studying of a book or learning from a master. And a brother ate the middle part of her and there was a sign about knowledge of plants and the special aspects and the composition of herbs with no studying of a book or learning from a master. His son Janiki reported this to me in Konya. And the third brother ate the last piece, which had joined the tale of her. And there was a sign about the extraction of waters from the interior of the earth. So glory be to the one who sets down his mysteries inside his creation. Okay. Now, this is a, a passage which just gives us, for the entire section that we are in right now, the 114 chapters, which are... Searching for the source of the 114 suar of the Quran, uh, he gives us one of these beautiful insights that helps us understand why he's writing it, how he's writing it. He said, This list, so he made that list because a friend said to him, These are getting very long. Maybe if you just give us a list. And he said, I've never been so happy with that idea. This list is the entirety of what this alighting place encompasses. So there's a list of maybe 17 things. They are knowings I have alerted you to in order to lift your spirits to seek them out. So he lists these 17 so that we will have our spirits lifted and we will ourselves seek out these sources in these places. Now let us mention of them an issue or more than one to the measure of the spaciousness of the discussion at the same time being concise without being long-winded and profuse. Therefore I say, and God speaks the true and who is the guide along the way? And then he says. <laughs> so this first one that he then will expand on um, is Walayla and Ashur, by the 10. Now, one of the ways to understand these 10s is the 10 of Dhul Hijjah. So these are the days of the Hajj. And Hajj, for Ibn Arabi, is the iteration and the reiteration. You go, you go frequently and repeatedly. So Hajjah is to go somewhere frequently and repeatedly. So after that, but there is no time period after. Arising from this first constraint was awakened sight of being, and he is the soul. So the first light, which is the first constraint, the pen, and then there's the soul. And he is the guarded tablet so here the soul and the guarded tablet are in a sense the same where everything existing in this world until the day of arising for judgment is written down this is god's knowing of his creation the tablet is apart from the pen who is the first constraint in the basis of light and the step level of illumination so there's the light which has a step level of light and illumination and then there is the tablet the soul which does not have illumination. He is like the green emerald on account of arousing of the particulate dust-based gem core, which is in the power of the soul. So this is the green emerald. So he is raised and sent forth from the dust-based gem core soul. And he is a light blocking gem, no light in him because the light is coming from normal Muhammad. God made the step level of nature between the soul and the dust, a step level intelligible, but not concrete. There is, therefore, nothing but commencements and endings forever from the two names of who, the first and the last. Based on these two truths, the commencement and the ending are continuous forever. Thus, existence is new ever. So there is no eternal remaining in the created process. There is no, there's an eternal re- remaining in the creative process. So what's happening here is that the soul, the tablet is elevated, is raised up, and the pen is, comes down and writes. Or you can, so the, the pen is coming down to write and the soul is coming up to be written on. So this is the process of the light blocking with no illumination, nature, soul, guarded tablet, and the pen, light, the first constraint, the normal Muhammad, is coming down. So this is our emotion right here. The page comes up to the pen to be written upon. And so that this is this motion of coming up and coming down. And the next motion that we are looking at is the splitting and cleaving, splitting. So while Fajr, so we have this in the poem when the Fajr is a dawn, it breaks the night and day it splits the night from the day, the day night from the day, and it bursts forth. So it's like a river bursting forth when the the dam is broken. So it's got this tremendous bursting movement, uh, which is a split. And it then corresponds to the splitting that takes place of the breath that comes from the chest and exits through the mouth. And we've looked at how each of the letters uh, corresponds to a place in the mouth where the the sound is modulated, and that corresponds to these figures like nature, tablet, the pen, and that corresponds as well to uh, the zodiac, as we'll see. Now, when this all body came into being, shape accompanied it. So the first thing we get with this all body is the beginning of shape as shapes are the impedimenta accompanying bodies. So bodies require shapes. The first shape emerging visibly in the body was the circle shape. So that's how we've seen the circle so many times. And it is the most excellent of shapes. And for shapes, it has the place of the aleph in the letters. So remember the aleph can be a dot, but when looked at from the side becomes a line, but when looked at another way becomes the equator, the great circle and when looked at another way becomes the sphere. So that's how the aleph is a circle, a sphere. um, And so sphere, circle, line, point, nukta. It flows universally in the entirety of shapes, just as a letter aleph flows universally in the entirety of letters. So this is why all the shapes that we see around us and in us are circular. All of them return, all of them come as a circle. So now we're getting the imagery of circling. That all of these images are coming back as circles. Everything inside me, myself, and everything around me is moving in a circle. And so the Aleph is a circle which is inside every letter. And it and that flows universally in the entirety of letters, both as a script and as a spoken word, by the passing through of air from the inner chest over the exit positions of the mouth. So you get teeth, palate tongue, all these positions make modulate the who that's coming from the chest and coming out until it goes across the two lips. And so this is very much the that the body and the mouth how it how it modulates the who into into past the two lips, this is creation. And these are the words of Allah which are never uh, exhausted. And when a word leaves the two lips, it becomes, it's a wave, a sound wave, and a sound wave can lose energy, but it can never stop. So a sound wave continues forever, and it cannot be stopped, and it can't be analyzed, that is cut up, analytica, it can't be cut up into sections, because if you cut a wave, it's no longer a wave. And this passage, this is something I'm still kind of trying to figure out. <laughs> As the Arabs whom we encountered among those who preserved their language without alteration, like the Banufam, in fact, I saw them congealing the qaf. And so I do not know whence there came into our friends in the Western lands an abandonment of her congealment in the Quran. So when I was studying Arabic in Bryn Mawr College with Dr. David Rabia, and the other student was uh, the daughter of a mayor of a major Saudi city. We were the only two students. And we, the only time we could meet was before seven o'clock in the morning, before regular classes met. So I would walk across the campus and practice qaf, 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 which is the unvoiced Yuluvar Qaf. And now I'm finding out from Ibn Arabi, of course, that that is not the original pronunciation of Quran. That the original pronunciation is a voiced qaf, so instead of qaf it's off off it's a voiced sound and of course this is the way the people of the maldives today even pronounce the q the cough they pronounce off with a voiced q and the berbers and many others pronounce in this way and so this has been quite shocking to find out that the unvoiced qaf is not the original arab sound so, now this circling going around and around uh there's a great circle which Ibn Abi will talk about here and this great circle is when things happen and this corresponds to the pointing in the surah of do you not see how so do you not see the history so we are asked in this in the surah al-fajr to look at history to see what has happened in this great circle. So I would be right, the orbit of celestial bodies, meaning the orbit of the mansions, is a cut in the atlas orbit. So there is an atlas orbit and atlas means effaced. So atlasa means effaced. So this is a background free orbit. It's a place that has no notch. It remember a circle to have, you have a beginning and an end only when you make a notch in the circle. Well, this atlas has no mark. It has no beginning or end. It has nothing in there to orient yourself. And so it's a background-free orbit. Making the zodiac, and it makes the zodiac orbit. And from there, you get a zodiac orbit, which has the 12 cuts that say this is where you are on the circle. And he made for each measured range in the zodiac orbit two alighting places or three. So for every orbit, there are two or three uh, star forms that you need to look for, two or three. And there are 28 then. So each of the mansions and the entirety of its celestial bodies are swimming in their orbits. So the word in Arabic for, the, for orbiting is swimming. With a slowness the slight sight cannot perceive except after thousands of years. It is just as it is said about the pyramids in Egypt, that they were built when Altair was in Leo, and today it is in Capricorn. And we are in the year 634. Then he brought into being flush against the surface of this celestial orbit. So here's an orbit which is three dimensional, but there's a surface of it. And flush against this servant is the garden with what is in her by the rising of Altair. And it is the stable watchtower and this is why the garden has perpetuity. Okay. So I wrote to uh, someone who does these celestial calculations and uh, he said, there's not enough information to be able to say what year that, um, that Nasser was in, or Altar was in Nasser, was in Leo. But it's this cycle that he's talking about is 26 or 28,000, 26,000 years. So somewhere in 26,000 years, like half, Uh, that's how far back this kind of thing is going. And then you begin to realize that for Ibn Arabi and for us, the pyramids of Egypt are almost equally distant. They're they're just ancient history for him as well as, as for us. But he's showing us that in this grand circle, in this great circle, all of these things are happening. So the question is, do you see, can you see the history that what's happening with this turn and that things are tremendously ancient?
4: Okay. Nimrod and Shudad came and went. They drank the wine of death. Many caravans arrived and moved on. For whom did the world wait? Be certain death must come. One day you will be taken. Possessions will be left to others. For whom did the world wait? This world is a workshop, a fantastic ruin To be proud is crazy, for whom did the world wait? Ashki, beware of greed. Death is closer to you than yourself. The goal is to please the truth. For whom did the world wait?
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Now this, we've looked at circles. We've looked at splitting. And we've looked at the grand grand circle which has all of this time and all of these movements and passings and so the story of Benarbi tells is i, I guess Dunal noon i think is the one or someone goes into a palace and just go puts down his backpack and starts to take a rest there and the guards all come up into the palace and say, how what are you here for this is a great palace and you're trying to hear lying down and trying to go to sleep and so he says and so He's, the fakir says, uh, so whose, whose palace is this? And he says, well, it's my father's palace. And, uh, and then said, so where is your father? I said, oh, he passed away. And then who had it before your father? Oh, his father, my grandfather, had it. And where is he? Oh, he's passed away. And so he says, look, this is a caravanserai. Everyone here is just passing away. So I have a right to lie down here as well as anyone else. And so this is this movement of this circle. And it's where this idea of history comes and that we need to learn from what's come before. And now we'll look at this very interesting imagery of, of markas and markas um, is, is like a center, but it's this spear that is fixed to the ground. So the first brought into being is the earth. And she is the endpoint of the vacuum. So there's brought it to being in an endpoint of a vacuum. So there's no space that within all this taking place. The earth and the vacuum is itself space. It creates its own space. And so Ibn Arabi is telling us here, there is no outside space, which is like a Cartesian grid to place events. All the events are make their own space as they come in. And this is the farthermost of the course and light blocking things. And it is the alighting place, the sending, sending, on and on to the now continuously. So light and then the the most light blocking, that this process is makes its own space. It's where the it's where reality is, it's where the world is. And the vacuum has no endpoint. In fact, it, and so it has no endpoint because it's always stretching. Wherever it stretches, it makes its own. Uh, space in fact it is an imagined space stretched out not something which is a physical body so it's not a physical body that gets filled up by all of this creation and the world all of him bound all together is in a lighting place ever seeking the center and this search is a search for the in for the definite so you're searching for something the world center where the space spear is fixed to the ground, is the one where his command is fixed and settled. After this, if you got to the center, there would be no more searching, but no more searching does not exist. Therefore, the world's alighting descent in order to search is forever, continually reiterating. This is expressed as searching for the true. So we're ever searching for the true. If you think about the earth and orbits, orbits are falling they're falling down and because they're going fast enough they don't fall into the earth into the center but they follow around it and around it so we're forever falling into the center but never reaching the center that's the search for the true so the true is the one sought leaving an impression in you this search is the radiant brilliance which reaches you passionately in love with you so this This search for the center, this move towards the center, creates a tajalli, a radiant brilliance in us, which leaves in a mark on us. And that mark on us is passionate, and it's love. You can see when you read that scar, that it's a scar of love, because you are coming closer and closer to the center. You're always moving towards the center, but never reaching the center. So who is seeking you with a movement based on passionate love? So who is, rising up to meet you and you're falling down to meet who and every time that happens you don't go to the center you then orbit around the who rises again you fall again and then this happens so this is how the movement of everything is the movement of love it's the movement of seeking the center and never reaching the center
3: This
5: nightingale, stranger to space and time Has flown here from the garden of purest time That I brought is sadly the friend Oh divine face, gazing, gazing, this that song because more beautiful As longing grows deeper and deeper Dervish singing in the cool Nothing surpasses its passionate love This bold lover questions the source of being wathers or flies into the veil of creation so the light of supplication can flash on another to another only Allah be your being, shining, shining, shining glow. you're shining. This devil is not complete. Nothing surpasses passionate love. Nothing surpasses passionate love.
0: So this, the spear in the center is the place that we're all searching for and coming to see, to see and to be with, and to move towards the center. And then that center is flashing these tajeliyat, these brilliant radiances, this shining, shiniest, glowing, shining, flashing at us. And then we are then impressed and marked by that. And that mark, which is what we see, is that we know where we're seeking and why we're seeking. And we don't get there, because to get there, this whole thing would end. So love is you never get there. And the the completeness is to know that you will never get there. But this is why we are here. And in Arabic, the ishq, or passionate love, is from ashqa, which is the labla bean, which is a hyacinth bean. And so it's the idea of coming up and whirling up and up and up. So, the first, there are four names of love. The first one is seed, muhabbat, so hubbat. And so the seed of love grows. And when the seed of love grows, it grows into this spir- upwardly spiraling plant. And that's called ishq or ashqa, or I should pronounce it in the original way, ishq. <laughs> and so rising up and up and up. And then the third one is hawa, which is downdraft, falling in love falling in love so we have the seed when it grows it spirals up and then we fall in love we fall down in love and then the fourth is what the tenth state would which is a stable love which is the complete love when you know that you are stable that you are moving around the center in this way and as you know that you're stable you're not flying off of orbit and you're not crashing into the center You're neither crashing in the center or flying off your orbit. You are orbiting. And so that orbiting is wadud, the fourth kind of love. So it is this way with all of the ever-moving things. So everything is moving, and they're all moving towards their center, towards the source. In fact, their agitated movement is one of love and passion. Nothing but this is true. So they are passionately moving towards the center to where they come from. And who does not passionately yearn for this tajjalli? when the radiant brilliance is described as being beautiful so this particular tajjalid of searching and circling the one is described as beautiful it is the beautiful and beauty is love for itself the beautiful is passionately desired for itself and if not for who radiating brilliantly in an image of the beautiful the universe would not emerge manifest so if this beauty did not emerge, then the creation would not be there. Therefore, the exit of the world from the void into being is by means of this passion. And the state continually reiterates, so the movement of the universe is perpetual, she having no end. There's always this movement, and this is a movement of passionate love. And if there were a matter he would end up called the center, the end point would be there. The universe would be still, and movement would be nullified so if there were a center that you could get to then it would everything would be still and movement would be nullified then the extended hand of help would be nullified so here we get the word madat and imdad and the ink well the inkwell is here the pen dips in the inkwell and extends that ink and writes on the paper so the inkwell is here the pen dips in it the page rises up and the pen descends and writes. So one more time. The center is the inkwell. The pen dips in the center. The pen has the paper rise upwards, and the pen descends downwards to write. So the rising up is passionate love, and the descending is hawa, is the falling in love. So the inkwell at the center, the page rises up in passionate love, the pen descends in falling in love and writes. And what is written is us. But the matter is different, so there is no stopping all of this. No, the people, and most of the creation, are unaware of the movement of the universe because he is ever moving them all. So there remains the arrangement of what is witnessed, such as distance and nearness in their own states. So we see things that are far apart and things that are near, and we don't. Uh, we think that, well, nothing is getting closer or farther, so therefore there must not be any movement, but that's not true. The movement is, we could say, internal movement or in another dimension. So because of their witnessing so, they imagine that the earth is still turning around the center axis. So most people, he says, in his time, believe that the earth is moving around its central axis and that that is... There, there's nothing else but that. And it may be saying, no, everything is moving around its center axis. And remember, we had a point of origin and a line of origin and the shish kebab of life. All the points, all the play, all the places on this line of origin, on the shish kebab of life, have as their center, which they are turning around and around, the center. Okay. And so just to give you the one more time to remember so the inkwell the page rises up in passionate yearning because passionate love is a rising ish and the pen falls down and falls in love to the page and then writes and so that rising up and falling down is a process of love and so this this, these moving itiner- iterations are the extended hand of help. So we can look at beads, we can look at footprints and imprints. So if we look at beads, that's be rosaries, the beads are coming towards us. And so they, they rise up towards us and then we count and it goes down. So the page rises up and the pen falls down in love. The page rises up, the pen falls down in love the bead comes up and then the bead goes down and so this movement of coming up in passionate yearning and then falling in love and coming down this is the movement of the circle that's coming always coming in always coming in one after the other one after the other one after the other and each one of this circle is circling and orbiting its center and its center will never be reached so just as the body in orbit, will never crash into the earth or fly off. It is always attracted and pulled towards the center, but never reaches the center, and therefore always stays in orbit. Footprints. The other imagery is footprints, that when Ibn Arabi is talking about footprints, that you don't step anywhere that your prophet has not stepped, He doesn't say that you'll see the prophet walking in front of you. You'll see the prophet's footprints in front of you. And the footprints are coming at you, and you put your foot there. The next one comes at you, and you put your foot there. So the footprint is coming towards you, and you're putting in falling in love, your foot down on the same place. The footprint rises to you, and you fall in love the footprint rises to you and you fall in love. So this is the process of the beads of tuspeed. It's a process of following the footprints, the footsteps of your prophets so of a the And then the imprint is where this is imprinted. And so the imprint is a valley. And so you scoop the valley and then the valley comes and you scoop that one and it splits and you make the next one and the next one and the next one. And so, when this process is complete, when you know that this is how things are and you're complete because you're not crashing towards the center and you're not flying off of your orbit, you have complete rest and complete satisfaction.
6: Oh, oh I First Light of Eternity O oh, Ali, Whirling Line of Allah O oh, Hasan, Beauty of the Lovers of Beauty O oh, Hussein, Mystic Moon, of Islam. O oh, bright pearl of truth, living essence of paradise, enlightened Lady Fatima. O oh, bright pearl of truth, living essence of paradise, enlighten Lady Fatima. Medet, Medet, helper of those who seek mystic union, Ya Allah, medet, you who unveil thy unity of being, ya the secret of is yours the way to blessed extinction the truth of pristine consciousness the secret of the path is yours the way to blessed extinction the truth of pristine Consciousness, mad mad at, help us and lift us up, unveil, awaken us, refine, illuminate O oh, Habiballah, madat, 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 medet madat, 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 Allah. Help us and lift us up, exalt and empty us, absorb and consume us. O oh, Habiballah. Madat 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 Yarasulala
0: thank you. So we are the page that rises up, and the ink well is there in the center, and here comes the pen, here comes the light of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So when we say medet, we say, take the ink from the inkwell and draw on us, write on us, impress us with the pen, mark us. And so that process of medet asking for the extended hand is the same word as the ink that's being stretched from the inkwell into the page. And so this is what we call for. When we say Madad, and that's what we call for. When each bead comes down, it rises and descends. Rises and descends. So, alhamdulillah. Thank you. Wonderful.
4: Madad. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Okay, I want to have the extremes of your love. See how silly am I, wishing for unachievable, Iqbal. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's uh, that's Ibn Arabi's statement that when you that love never gets to where it's going to. What is sought out is never reached, and it's and so it's always elusive. It's always eluding. It's always moving. And so what you love is not even the center. You love the loving, you love the emotion. And so these are waves that are coming to us, waves that are coming to us, and they cannot be stopped. You cannot analyze or cut up a wave or then it's no longer a wave. So these streaming waves and emotions, there's motions, all of these are coming forth. And what, what you then are loving is not the place that you want to arrive at or the place that you're leaving you're loving the loving you're loving the waves that are coming towards you
4: trying to fathom there is no 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 more searching could it be in context of creation as creation goes on for love
0: right so so the idea that 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 there could be no more searching is impossible. There's always searching. Everything is going towards its center, which is the center. And so there is no, I'm going to stop now and become still. Uh, there is no stillness in this one. And so, in a sense, there is nothing but gerunds, INGs, as Richard was talking about a little while ago to me, that everything is a moving, a dynamic. Um, and there are no places that say, now I'm done, or this is what I want, and now I have it.
4: <laughs> the movement around the center can get us closer to the center, but closeness here is not distance. Closeness is recognizing our relationship to the center, which is a progress without end.
0: Right, yeah, and, and Ibn Arabi will look at that. He, he looks at, the. there's a, a topological description of how two distances Uh, The distance of A to B can be not the same as the distance from B to A. And and he's saying this is the situation, that Allah's distance to everything in creation is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Our experience of it is that there are ones who are very close to God and ones who are very far away. But that's our experience of it, because the distance from the center, Allah, Haq, to everything in creation is exactly the same. And the realization of that is every breath is a path to Allah, is the recognition that no matter how far away I might feel, that there is only one step to Allah, and therefore every step is a, a, every breath is a path to Allah. So is the crux the relationship? So we are then we are like satellite orbiting, that kind of thing. Uh, that is the relationship, as we don't have any reality on our own. And this one here, the what's loving is to bring us into orbit and bring us around and to bring us close, which is our recognition of closeness, uh, but can't be physically close because there is no going to the center. There's always the never reaching the center. And so never reaching the center, so it's the relationship. So we want to know, so madet and the, and the ink is the connection that draws from the inkwell to the writing on the page. And we are the writing on the page made by the pen, the light of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we are the pen that, uh, that the pen will fall down in love with us and we rise up in love for the pen. And then this writing is the relationship between the ink on the page and the ink in the inkwell. So the inkwell never dries, never, never ends, never is exhausted. And the words will never be exhausted. And so the relationship between the inkwell and the writing is what counts. And we, we want to, on the mystic path, we often think, oh, we should go towards the inkwell, uh, and we should sort of maybe, we don't think that the writing is that important, but that's not the case. The writing is the most important. What the reason we are loved is because we are writing, we are a writing.
4: You mentioned four words were love Ishq
0: was the first, Wadud was the fourth. What was the second and third? Yeah, we might have to have that one. We, I think, we did that in Crestone one time. So the first is muhabbat, and that's from hub, H A B B, which is seed. So that's the seed of love. And we have Elahis that talk about planting the seed of love. And then it grows into a great tree. What it grows into is Ishq. And Ishq is the, is the hyacinth being that, that twirls and swirls upwards. So when you have the lightheaded, swirling upwards, uh, I'm in love and just everything is light and movement and spiraling and dizziness. That's the second love, Ishq love. And then the third one is Hawa love, which is a downdraft. And that's what we talk about falling in love. And this is the also the pestle and the mortar. So the pestle and the mortar, that's called that's related to Hawa as well. And so this third kind of love is when you're pounded. (laughs) So when you're pounded and pounded and pounded, that is uh, the third kind. And then the fourth is Wadud, which is based on Wad, which is the tent peg. And so this is the tent peg that holds the, the tent. So when the Air blow when the wind blows, the tent will luff upwards, but won't fall out. It won't go completely crazy. It will luff upwards. And then when the wind has a downdraft and falls down and pounds, it will pound and go down, but it won't be flattened out. So the Wadud is where we want to be so that we can have the upward love, the passionate love, without going so crazy that we leave the orbit. <laughs> and nor do we want the kind of downdraft that pounds us so much that we have, we're we pulverized and we have nothing there. So we want the love which allows the tent, our tent, our body to, to rise and to fall gently without going to uh, leaving the orbit or being pounded into dust. <laughs>
4: um, Elahi 29a, um, there's a quote, waves on Allah's ocean rising and falling, create earth and heaven in the storm of my existence.
0: Wonderful, thank you, Ari. Yeah, this, uh, you might have noticed uh, the very astute observer will see that that slide was the slide which I described dream three and we'll talk about that. That's the image of waves And so waves, these waves were frozen and then there was going to be a splitting dawn, a bursting dawn. And when the dawn bursts forth, that wave would rise and then carry all the way to the shore. So this waves, and we talk about emotions as coming in waves. So this is, this is the feeling, is the waves that are washing over you. And as these waves wash over you, they're reiterations, they're coming at you one, one after the other.
4: Would a quality of the perfect human being that Ibn Arabi describes be the realization of eternal orbiting?
0: Yeah, I think that, so that's, that's the completeness is to know where you are and know that you are you are orbiting for a reason and you're orbiting uh and that you are not going to disappear and be and and fall out of orbit into the earth and crash nor are you going to fly off into somewhere where there isn't this uh beautiful orbit of, of proximity and closeness to the divine. So the understanding of that is this completion, and we had that in the Allahi, that that's, that's complete love. Um, so complete love, we think is, oh, I'll become perfect and then I'll be complete. And it's not that at all. It's complete means to know that I am the paper upon which the pen writes and the pen gets its ink from this inkwell.
4: You mentioned that there is only one breath one step to Allah. How to take that one step to Allah? Uh,
0: well, <laughs> uh, the, what the Allahi does for us is it tells us not to despair. And this is a very long and strong message throughout uh, the, the sacred texts and, and throughout Islamic sacred texts that do not despair. And so despair is what we create in ourself. And uh, when Ibn Arabi says about the fire, when the hellfire and the burning of fire, he says it happens now. And what's happening now in the hellfire is that if there's no one torturing you, there's no one tormenting you, except your own anxieties and your own thoughts. And so that, to have the... the my own anxieties are the ones that are tormenting me. To be relieved of those is not to change anything because there's nothing out there concrete doing that to me. It's to change what's inside. And and despair is, in a way, the description of thinking that I have no access uh, because there's too many obstacles in front of me. And the answer is there are no obstacles in front of you. And as soon as you are turned to, you turn, and that turning, and that's taubah. So Allah turns to you, off turning, and I turn, and that turning, and that's astaghfirullah as well. As when I, when Allah turns, I turn, and then back into realizing that I'm in this orbit. Um, whereas if I don't know that, I'm still equidistant with every other part of creation from Allah. But if I'm, if I feel that I'm flying off of the orbit, then I'm flying off into despair. So the answer is that A to B is not the same as B to A. So if I can re- realize that from B to A is the, is the measure of Allah's A to B, Allah to me, if I can know that, um, then I'll know that there is there is only one distance and I'm that distant from Allah. And to think, and so that this B to A I I experience it as well. Now I'm close to God, now I'm far away from God. And Astagfirla is to say, no, you're not far away from God. But in a sense, one has to step aside
4: and let all this develop, happen for he, she remains alone.
0: Uh Uh, Yeah, the the that's why the Talba, so in 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 English and in Others in English language places, the idea of repentance. What Taubah is turning, not repentance. And turning is something that Allah does first. So, yes, it is. And so that is the patience. And then the madet is asking for help. I do not have the ability to turn myself. And I do not have the ability to adjust my orbit so I don't crash in the middle or fly off the orbit. The only adjusting of the orbit can be done from the center. So, so asking for the center, waiting for the center, knowing that it is up to the center to turn to me so that I can then turn my orbit. This, is, this in a sense tells us that the that this search um, is the one that, that comes. Now we're told that in practical matters, there are things that you can do, but when it comes down to it, when I do something good, it's because I have been given the, the kind mercy to know that that is something I can do, which is good. So in Ibn world, it always comes back to the center. And the center is always turning towards you and bringing you back towards the this connection. Being on the orbit path seems somehow to resolve
4: opposites, not reaching the center or flying off the circuiting.
0: Yeah, and, and the... Other, the, when, I was, when we were doing the that the, the coming up and the descending, if you think about a sphere and you're standing on a sphere and you're walking, when you're walking from the North Pole to the equator, it feels like you're going down. Um, but, and then, but if I'm walking over here, it feels like I'm coming up. And so the, it's the same movement. One is experienced as up and one is experienced as down. And so Ibn Arabi says that, that tells the story that there, the four angels have come to the Kaaba, and they ask each other, where have you come from? And the one says, I've come from deep inside the earth. The other says, I've come from high above. The other says, I've come from east. The other says, I've come from west. And they have all come from God's side. And so that's how on a sphere, no matter what direction you go, you'll end up back where you started. And so you might feel, I'm going down, I'm going up, but all these great circles end up in the same place.
4: Does Ibn Arabi speak of illumination as a goal as some other
0: spiritual paths do? Uh, so the, the illumination is, uh, the, you and I, you know, Ibn Arabi is, uh, w- tells us, well, ne- we are not illumined. We are the green emerald. So we are the green emerald which the light of Muhammad illuminates. So our greatest uh, desire is to be a green emerald which is, which is pure and which allows all of the light from the light of Muhammad to reach us and then to we glow with the light of Muhammad. So our goal is never for ourselves to have any kind of source of light. Uh, it's to be lit up and to be illumined uh, by the light of Muhammad and to always remain a page, a paper that has the pen writing on. So the, the paper doesn't stand up and say, I want to be the pen or I want to be the writer. The page says, is the Ardalanitha, which is the feminine earth, which is the, the tablet, which says I am my, the greatest that I can be is to be the one who receives the light of Muhammad and receives the pen. Uh, Baki
4: suggests we pray those in despair. We may have been there at times. Yeah, and
0: despair is the is the it's it's the big one, and it, it's so it's so it, that is that is the theme of what happens when we say I am so far away, and so and we then don't even say Astaghfirullah, and so and we don't even look for what can I do to bring myself back, um, and so this is this is. Um, you know that you you just sat back it is not in within me to do this but and the if you think about the so if all of these tortures and torments are f- from anxieties which are all self-produced so if they're self-produced then how do they stop and then that's why I, when I first came across this and understood it it was the idea of faith or iman so faith is knowing that that Allah is Merciful and kind, and not having faith is not knowing that. So, if I am in wave after wave of anxieties and despair, the only thing that reached that gets me out of that is that I have faith that this will pass, this will end, that Allah is ultimately and will give me uh, kind mercy. And Ibn Arabi says this is the message um, throughout the Futuha, Ibn Arabi said this is the message that Allah. Kind mercy will outstrip wrath, and then, the, and also, which means then the torment that I make in myself.
4: Um, is this journey of getting closer and closer only during this lifetime? What makes this life special or different from before birth or after death?
0: Yeah, no, this is the this is this is the forever, forever. Um, this is this is the moment that we were taking out of the void. Uh, we began this this circular motion. And the, and the first place we came to at the circular motion was, am I not your cherisher? And we say yes. And then the second place we come to is Arachman, which is the throne of kind mercy. That is the cosmos. And then third place is the footstool. And then all of the zodiacs as we looked at, all of the celestial bodies are also these other steps along the way. And then, um, so then, the first thing that splits our ear is, am I not your cherisher? That splits our ear, and so we talked about splitting was the other theme in this uh, from this surah, the, the place where it goes to. So splitting, so the ear splits, and then we are ent- then we are entering into the womb, and then the womb splits as a channel, and we exit the womb, and then we come into a grave, which is the second womb, and then that grave splits, and we exit. The second womb, the grave. And then we are, uh, then we, then you know, it keeps going. So all of everything that happens to us are, is this splitting. So these are words. And so the, the one sound, the one breath comes from the chest and then goes out after being modulated by the mouth, goes out and never ends. And, and so it's, and, and it's highly differentiated. So this one sound, one breath modulates and then leaves, exits with no end. And that modulation is our splittings, and the splitting of the two lips, the splitting of all of this, um, all of the images that we have of of splitting, that creation is by splitting, and then by splitting and by splitting. And that never ends.
4: And, And may this class never end. Thank you so much, Shue, from all, and thank you everyone with your wonderful questions.
0: I've got uh, one more uh, here that, that's, that's coming uh, privately. And I'll go ahead and, and I'll, instead of reading it, I'll, I'll maybe answer if I look at it. Um, so, and, and this is the, this is the, the word of, we talked about torment and anguish and all of that. And that torment in Arabic is adab. And adab is linguistically uzub, which is sweet water and is the is that they will taste sweet water so ibn arabi is saying that that wherever whenever we are in torment that that torment is changing just the way the word itself holds two meanings the word itself holds torment and sweet water in the same word and so anguish and anxiety turns and then the other facet which is the sweet water emerges so that's telling us that there's not an outside force which makes things uh, merciful for us. It's all. It's all something inside, and it all turns inside. And this turning inside is when we see where we are. We are orbiting, and we see that we have not left the orbit. When we see that, what had been tormenting and anxiety-producing uh, turns, and suddenly is the sweet water. And so, this ibn Arbi says that the mercy and the kindness, the rahmah of Allah, uh, will pervades everywhere. And that Rahma is a, is a horse that's that's very slow. <laughs> so in the horse race, it's a very slow horse. However, she has a very large chest. And so she has a great breath. So the, the as we're watching the horse race proceed, we're seeing Wrath and all of the vengeful names. Their horseback riders are very fast. And they look like they're going to definitely win this race. but Rahma is riding on a, is a horse with a large chest, and she will eventually get closer and closer and closer. And then when she outstrips, which means she takes the spear, which is in the ground. So in a horse race, you put a spear in the ground, and you say, uh, race towards that. Whoever can grab that spear in the, that's, that's in the ground will win. So Rahma comes up from behind takes the spear and Ibn Arabi says, that spear is humanity and says, I've got you. And that's the extended hand of assistance. Rahma says, I've got you. And then that Rahmah then has outstripped wrath and all of the vengeful names. So alhamdulillah, it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> Omar has a quick question.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a, bit, a bit difficult to write it. Um, You mentioned the footstep of the prophet, that that the footsteps of the prophet come up and you step on it. So so here we're talking about the movement of the tablet and the pen, but you're actually playing the role of the pen rather than the tablet, right? And and in the learning process, in our moving forward in, in this learning process, when do we know if we are the tablet or the pen? In other words, when do we know where, if we should wait for the footstep to come to us or if we should look for it and actively make that movement? When do we
0: know when to move, when to wait? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, I think, that's, I think that's the description of the past. <laughs> Finding out when we move and when we don't. But that's so beautiful, yes, that is up and down the, the the rising up and falling 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 in love, um, so in one sense we have Huck rises up and, and then we fall in love, but in the other sense Huck is the one that falls in love after we've risen up, and then we have Pen in the tablet as well, and then the footprints the, the footsteps which are coming towards and, and we're stepping to, on them. Uh, and so then, and then the tasbeeh. So I think these are all the practices that we do. And then as we do that in in true Ibn Arabi form, we'll see that we're not sure who is who, and that'll be that'll be a good thing. And we won't know who is who. But so as we are doing tasbeeh, Allah says, "I hear the one who does my praise." And so, and then Allah is praised, and so is Allah being praised, or is Allah? Is in praise. <laughs> and so there we go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, so good to see everyone. Stay warm and and may we all get to warmer and warmer in this trying times. And then remember that for all every uh, affliction, there are three blessings. And as Omar said, that when, uh, uh, that the companion Omar said, when the affliction hits me, the first thing I think is it hasn't ruined my religion. So it didn't make me despair. That's a good thing. That's a blessing. The second thing is um, I know it could be worse it could have been worse and then we have a bunch of great stories about that it could have been worse so that's also you are thankful and you say it's a blessing that it, it could have been worse and three i will be recompensed for it and so that recompense is that you will put forward into your future life as the Surah al-fajr we read that what can i i wish i could put forward into my future life something well every affliction if it's treated and said this is an affliction which contains a blessing that blessing is that i am putting forward in my life what will what will be good for me in my next part of my life so alhamdulillah plan i mean so okay take care, everyone